hello and welcome to the Mo Better Reviews and News Podcast with your host, Reese, a.k.a. The Negro Lorian, a.k.a. Trappy Gilmore, a.k.a. Suge Moon Knight, <laughs> uh, plenty more to come. Um, today, we will be reviewing... That's right, Bad Boys for Life, the newest and third adaptation in the franchise, starring, of course, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. This movie, right as we sit now, has a Rotten Tomato score of 78, which is certified fresh, if you'd believe it, with an audience score of over 96%. That right there should tell you what you're in store for, but I'm a hey. Don't take my word for it. I'm going to let you know. Right off the bat, love this movie. I gave this movie its overall score of a solid 8 out of 10. And I know what you're thinking. Reese, it feels great. Why an 8 out of 10? Of course, like any movie, it has its flaws. But this was definitely popcorn fare at its fullest. Just straight action, great script, and just the comedic timing of these two together, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, would like they never missed a beat, honestly. Um, So once again, so as the review goes, Will and Martin, the chemistry is still there. They, I mean, you would honestly believe they've been best friends for the last 25 years in real life. The jokes landed. They were solid. You, re- I mean, every time you see Will Smith in a movie, for the most part, <laughs> you buy the role. And him as Mike Lowry is a a role that I don't think anybody else could have pulled off. You believe him as Mike Lowry, this suave, debonair, you know, gun-toting guy that just loves being a cop. While as Marcus Burnett, Martin Lawrence's character, uh, he he feels more at the end of his rope in this movie, which he kind of felt that way at the end of two as well, where he's like, yo, you know, I'm like Danny Glover. We're getting too old for this shit. You know what I mean? He felt like that as well. But in this one, it it landed because they are getting older, you know, Um, and there's a scene later on. We'll discuss more in spoiler talk area that they really played up that dynamics are changing and they are getting older. Um, But like I said, non-spoilery, this movie was uh, really great. Um, The villains in this movie were good. Uh, I felt they were a lot more grounded than the last movie. They got the guy with the mortuary and the drugs and the the corpses that it got it was all over the place. I don't hate that movie like everyone seems to lately pile on that movie. I liked it. Um, it was it was funny. Uh, it had some some questionable jokes here and there, but I mean, it was it was still a good movie in my opinion. Um, but this one, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. You could hate me if you want. I think this one 
is better than two. If I had to put them in order, I think one is still a classic in my opinion. So I'd probably go one, three, two. Um, but enough of that. So this movie um, was really good. The It comes out the gate with the villain escaping prison. And that prison break scene lets you know off the bat. Okay, so so we doing the hard R. <laughs> you know, we doing the hard R in here because it was pretty gruesome. Gruesome at night, not overly, you know, but it was it was definitely like, oh, we're not kidding around. This is this is R, you know. So um let's get right to it though. Let's go a little spoiler talk. So let's go. All right, so first off, Joey Pants, man. Joe Pantaleano, I believe is how you say his last name. Love that guy as the captain. Though, are we going to be real? Um, My man's been captain for 20-something years. You would have thought he would have got a promotion by now, but whatever. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know his his uh, teams be having mess-ups, but they get the job done. So you think my man would have moved up past captain by now. But, I mean, I guess they're just detectives still at this point, so whatever you know so that's that's neither here nor there um it does go without noting that the director of this movie is not michael bay who helmed the last two films it's actually a a new duo of directors whose names escape me right now i apologize uh but they they really they really did their thing on this you could tell that they were paying homage to michael bay while also still throwing in their own flair. Like, they had a lot of shots that were very Michael Bay-esque. You know, those those long, drawn-out, slow, sweeping, circular ones, you know, where it's like they're just slowing the shot down, you know, and taking, taking in the scenery. Those were definitely still here, but you can also tell they had their own types of flares and flourishes with color seemed to be there like the palette of this movie was so vibrant you know with that Miami backdrop and they just kind of you know let that envelop you in this but um yeah it was it was really really good they they are definitely on the rise after this because it was a sneaky hit and I don't think people expected it to do what it did I mean it did over 70 million domestic for the holiday weekend so I believe that this movie will get a sequel, <coughs> um, which is funny because it, it was kind of marketed as, you know, Will Smith one last time, Martin Lawrence one last time, you know, so it's, it's kind of funny now. It's like, oh, we got a hit on our hands. Might as well make another one, right? You know, it, it, it's kind of switched up, but I'm not mad at it. If it's going to be this good, give me another one. Give me multiple another ones. It, it kind of seemed to be taking a page out of the Fast and Furious motif where it's like, hey, it's about family. We're about, you know, we ride together, we die together. It's family. And then how they got with this new team called Ammo, which is all these hot young guns, you know, Vanessa Hudgens, I think Alexander Ludwig, Ludwig is on there and they're headed up by Paula Nunez, which I believe she was in the second season of uh, The Purge TV show. 
I believe that's her. Uh, she looked amazing in this. I mean, like they <laughs> they kept saying how Martin was like her and Will had a history together. Every time she would come by looking good, and they both catch her in eye, and he'd be like, "Dumbass, <laughs> you know, like, like you let her go. What is wrong with you?" Um, and you could tell they still had chemistry, and but it's funny they they never kiss in this movie. They never do anything, but you could tell like there's something still there. Um, but yeah, as far as this movie's antagonists, the villains, they were really good. Um, you had the mother of the main villain he helped break her out of prison down in Mexico and she wanted revenge on the people that put her and her husband in jail so the the son was going around killing all these people the judge the attorneys the everything and then the last person he was supposed to kill was Will Smith's character Mike Lowry and but he uh, for the reasons that made sense says he was the one that's dangerous mom let's take him out and he shot Will Smith in a scene that I honestly did not see coming once again we're in the spoiler part so if you haven't seen the movie yet stop right here before we go any further because I don't want to ruin it for you but he shot Will Smith and of course spoilers he survived and they go into that next scene where it's like, oh, are they at a funeral? Are they at his funeral? And then boom, they show him like, no, he's not dead. They're at a wedding for Martin's character. And his youngest, his daughter is marrying Reggie from the second movie who they harassed. And I've seen a lot of stuff out there now about how that scene wasn't funny to people. Like you put a gun in a child's face and all that. And I'm like, I know we can be sensitive nowadays, but that scene read as hilarious back in the day. Would you cringe at it now? Maybe with 2020 eyes, maybe, but I still find it funny. I don't think the kid was in any real imminent danger. He was just being protective of his daughter, you know? So it's just weird how people do that now. They're like, they'll go back and look at something and be like, oh, you know, which, okay, I understand, but that just... It, it kind of irks me a little bit. Anyway, uh, going going on. Um, so Mac Lowry doesn't die. <laughs> the the killer or almost killer post the video of him shooting Mike onto the internet because of course in this new age era he was wearing a GoPro when he shot shot him <laughs> like. The, of course, in this new generation, that would you. Why would you not film it? You know, like, is that that just cracks me up? Like, technology and how like younger people is just it's a part part of the fabric. So of course you would have been filming that. You know, heaven forbid he's caught and like he has the evidence probably of all the kills he made on video. And if he wasn't supposed to kill Mike, he because his mother told him not to. Yet he filmed it. What was gonna? What was his plan to send it to his mother and go? Ah, oh, here you go, mom. I took a video of the guy you told me not to kill yet, but here's a video of it just in case you want to see it. Like that makes no sense. <coughs> like I said, it had little issues, but still great movie. Um, DJ Khaled's uh, little cameo was good. Um, it wasn't very long, so he didn't have time to like mess it up or anything. His acting was okay. Um, 
definitely, you know, Marcus retiring while Mike was in a coma was a little odd, especially why, not odd, but if he was going to retire, you'd think after he woke up and everything, he would tell him. So for the captain to have to be like, oh, you should probably talk to your partner because he, uh, he's not in the, he's not uh, a cop anymore. But he had plenty of time to have told Mike that before that wedding. But so that that part also didn't make a lot of sense. Um, so Mike weasels his way on the ammo, the team, the high tech team now who was investigating the shooting. And they got the guys, the young guys with all the tech and the gadgets to get things done. And, you know, Mike has a little beef with the with the guy, the buff guy and the crew. And he's like, you know, Gramps, you know, giving them all the old jokes and stuff, which is funny later on, because when they have to go to a club to spy on a, uh, a suspect that could get them close to the killer, Mike, you know, puts on his Mike Lowry charm and can't get in the door. Like they're looking at him like, OK, Grandpa, back of the line. And he's like, he's looking at the lady like, but, but I'm Mike Lowry. Yeah. You know, he's like, you want me, you know? And, but they were like, uh, no, sorry, sir. And the young guy from the ammo gets them in and you can see in Will's eyes, he's hurt. Like Mike Lowry doesn't, that doesn't happen to him, you know? So that was like a real cool scene of showing like you are getting older. You might not want to admit it, but you are. You know, in the scene to go back when Martin Lawrence is uh, Marcus is is dying his beard while he's in a coma. That was funny, too. Like, you might not want to acknowledge the aging, but it's happening whether you want to or not. Um, but like I said, this movie definitely had a lot of spinoff uh, moments. Like you could all you could see right now they were setting up ammo to get their own movie. Or maybe show like Gabrielle Union's character got with um, Spectrum and uh, like L.A.'s Finest with uh, Jessica Alba. You could definitely see that uh, happening. Or if Martin Lawrence doesn't want to come back, you could just have Mike Lowry's character working with Ammo. Um, and this movie also gave us a little bit of insight into Will Smith's Mike Lowry's backstory. Like... He said that he's only been in love one time. And the one time he happened to be in love was with the main villain's mother back in Mexico when he was undercover, which is just a little caveat. So he never loved Gabrielle Union's character from the second movie. He went all the way to Cuba for her and kissed her in a landmine laden sand trap, but he didn't love her. Anyway, I digress. I digress. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he loved this woman and spoiler talk. He had a child and the guy that shot him is his son. Q. Dum, dum, dum. You know, like that was just that was a crazy twist. You didn't I didn't see coming. Um, but like the, the huge shootout at the end. And uh, in Mexico, with ammo coming down to actually give them a hand was really cool. That The way that was shot with them having those multiple tiers of uh, enemies, that was awesome. And <laughs> Will throwing in the gun and, and Martin completely missing it. Like, put your glasses on. 
Like that was that was super funny. Like, oh wow, everything's in HD now. Like, <laughs> there 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 was some funny scenes in this, and by far one of the funniest scenes has to be, you know, you having sex with Mary Mary Brujas, Mary witches, with no condom. Like, oh that. People laughed out loud in our theater when Martin said that. Um, it was funny, like super funny. But I don't want to give away everything in the movie. But like I said, this movie was excellent. Um, I could definitely see I, they have to be doing a four. I've, there's early talks already about a script. Um, but there's also talks of that directing duo with Marvel circling them to possibly do a project for Marvel. So you might want to they might want to lock them down because I definitely would like them to helm the next one if they are going to do it. Um, and then the end credit scene with, you know, Will Smith, Mike Lowry going to see his son in jail. Like, hey, we might be able to get a little bit of sentence off you if you come, you know, do a little work to get it off. Are you down? And he's like, yes, I'm down. That right there is another spinoff. So this movie just so many angles so many things that could be done what did you guys think out there um like i said definitely this is a huge recommend for me um get your popcorn get your candy get whatever you're sneaking into the movies and go see this because you will not be disappointed um like i said if one wasn't such a classic this might be the best one in the series um I, I can't put it over one just because I, I love that movie when it came out it, it, it changed the landscape of everything I feel like it made Will Smith a bona fide star um, and everything so I can't put it over one but I feel story wise and action wise it could, could could go over one but I just in my heart I can't put it over one so definitely second but um definitely let me know what you guys think out there um was this movie good or am i just you know living off nostalgia like all these sequels seems to do nowadays you let me know but once again this has been reese um thank you guys for tuning in thank you for listening um i'm still taking feedback i really appreciate all the love i've been getting and um yeah tune in next time when we'll be going over another movie to see if it's you know fire or trash. We'll decide. See you next time.